take a look around and describe the community that you pray in. What kind of synagogue? What do the people look like? Do they all look like you or is it a diverse group of people? Welcome to the Transformative Daf. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 22 of Tractate Chagiga. And we learned that our synagogues should model the holy temple, a place where all could come and pray, irrespective of how you looked and where you came from. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Harissa today. I like to begin with a story. On the day they removed Rabbi Gamliel from his position as the chief rabbi and appointed Rabbi Azam Nazaria in his place, they dismissed the guard at the door of the base medrash and permission was granted for all students to enter. Rabbi Gamliel's policy had been that any student whose internal thoughts and feelings were not like his external conduct couldn't enter the study hall. Instead of Rabbi Gamliel's selective approach, the new policy asserted that anyone seeking to study should be given the opportunity to do so. On that day, several benches were added to the study hall to accommodate the numerous students. Rabbi Yochanan said, Rabbi Yosef ben Destai and the rabbis disputed the matter. One said 400 benches were added to the study hall, and one said 700 ben- benches were added to the study hall. When he saw the tremendous growth in the number of students, Rabbi Gamaliel became depressed. He said, perhaps, God forbid, I prevented Israel from engaging in Torah study. But then they showed him in a dream white jugs filled with ashes, alluding to the fact that the additional students weren't so serious. But like most dreams, the vision wasn't an accurate depiction of the situation. The dream was shown to him, our sages tell us, simply to ease his mind. Let's look at today's Gemara. Rabbi Yossi said, For what reason are all people trusted with regard to the purity of their wine and oil they bring to the Holy Temple for sacrificial purposes throughout the year? So that each and every individual should not go off and build a private altar for himself and burn a red heifer for himself. Rapapa said, in accordance with whose opinion do we accept testimony nowadays from an unlearned person? In accordance with whom? Like Rabbi Yossi. Let's analyze the Gemara. What do we do when people who aren't so from come to the Beis Hamikdash with their offerings? Should we simply take their word for it that it's completely kosher? Do they even know the laws of kosher and purity well enough to be able to vouch for their offerings? Let's take that chance, says Rabbi Yossi. If we don't trust them, we run the risk that they will walk away and start their own temples. There was a time when we had the same problem in our shuls. If someone walked into shul and felt disrespected, he'd open up another shul down the road. Sadly, if he'd felt religiously slighted, the new synagogue would often not quite be as orthodox as the one who'd left. Today, tragically, if people are made to feel uncomfortable in our shuls, they're not starting new congregations. They're simply staying away from shul life altogether. The Chazanish writes that it's permissible to give tools to those less knowledgeable during the sabbatical year, even though there's a concern that they might use those tools to work the field. Why? Because withholding the utensils might lead to greater problems, beginning with ill-feeling toward Torah scholars, which is no less forbidden than sabbatical farming. It's lovely when we can walk into shul on Shabbos morning and everyone is just like us. They dress the same, they send their kids to the same schools, they talk the same language, they share the same values. But that's not what a shul should look like. Every expression describing our shul says something completely different. A shul is a beis hakneses, from the word lehikanes, 
to enter, meaning that all are welcome to enter. A congregation is a kehila, meaning a gathering. The same word is used when we're instructed to gather as an entire nation once every seven years. Hakel included all Jews, not just the ones who are like you. The word for community, tzibur, may be understood as an acronym for tzadikim, beninim, orishayim, righteous, average, and even sinful people. And above all, the shul is called a mikdash ma'at, a mini temple. Just like everyone was welcome to the holy temple, regardless of his religious background, everyone should feel welcome in our shuls. What's more, in the interest of making people feel most welcome in the temple, we even turned a blind eye to the status of their offerings. We didn't ask any questions. We simply took their word for it that the food was kosher enough to be offered in the holy temple. That should be our attitude toward people who walk into our shuls and don't look exactly like us. It's okay if they're wearing a pink shirt on Shabbos. It's nobody's business how they got to shul when they live on the other side of town. We shouldn't be judging them by their sneers choices. And if they're occasionally whispering to their neighbor, it's no reason to be screaming at them. Yes, by doing so, we might maintain the decorum of the Shula Peak performance, but we've forgotten our responsibility and role as leaders of the Besak Nessus, Kehila, Tzibur, Mikdash Ma'at. Let's make everyone feel as comfortable as possible in our shuls, regardless of a person's background, appearance, or observance level. Let's get people into our mini temple and keep them coming back for more. May you be known as the person in your shul who makes everyone feel welcome and special. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the Duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvatara. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The Transformative Daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, The Transformative Daf.